What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. My name is Taylor McLean. Today, we're going to be talking about the Kansas City Chiefs' 35-9 victory over the New York Jets. Let's start with the main man himself. Let's talk about TTU, Texas Tech University's own guns up, Patrick Mahomes. Finally had his big explosion day that we've all been kind of expecting and that people who drafted Patrick Mahomes in the second round were counting on a little bit more frequently. And while I don't fault Patty at all, it certainly has been a situation of circumstance. You know, last week they got up and they didn't have to push the ball with the snow game in Denver. And really they were just being conservative with Patrick. And I think that's partially because they knew that Denver didn't have what it took to push them. But it is what it is this week. You know, they got the Jets. And while the Buffalo Bills last week couldn't take advantage, Patrick absolutely could. Now, I will say the Jets did a good job of corralling the run game, but they couldn't corral Patrick in his arm. He certainly looks healthy. He certainly looks like he's got his laser rocket arm and his legs underneath him, and that's a recipe for success for the Kansas City Chiefs, especially when they have the running game weapons behind him, even though it wasn't as successful on this day. You know, Patty has plenty of weapons behind him, and the good thing about the situation is, I mean, with the running game weapons, with the passing game weapons, and the running game weapons being able to catch the ball, I certainly like the way that Patty's set up here. And if they can just continue to get pushed by other teams and continue to keep their foot on the gas pedal, the sky is absolutely the limit. We've seen Patty blow it out before, and it just hadn't happened up until this point. So certainly this is a week that owners have been waiting for. Now, certainly if you drafted Patrick Mahomes, you might have lost out on some of the running backs and wide receivers early in the second and third round. And certainly that could lead you to have had some deficiencies, and that could lead the owner of Patrick to have some deficiencies. So just like Lamar, Patrick is absolutely somebody I'm targeting. Listen to the playoff schedule for Patty. Week 14, Miami. Week 15, New Orleans. Week 16, Atlanta. And you know what I like about Atlanta is they can score some points as well, and they can push Patrick. And, of course, the schedule outside of that with Carolina and Las Vegas and Denver again certainly doesn't make me hesitant at all. They do have Tampa Bay at some point, but Patrick is certainly capable of pushing any defense at this point. So I like Patrick going forward. It's certainly someone I'm targeting, obviously, and maybe it's a little easier to go after a quarterback at this point than it is a top running back. So if you are trying to consolidate values with a two-for-one trade, I absolutely would be looking at the man. I absolutely would be looking at Patrick Mahomes because the Chiefs absolutely have a great-looking playoff schedule, and it's something I'll be looking to target going forward and of course because he is the best and maybe I'm a little biased because I've followed his whole career but still I can't imagine him not returning value in those rounds the only thing that could hold him back is a team not pushing him and allowing them to run like they had been able to earlier in the year it wasn't as easy today certainly only able to put 50 yards on the ground no touchdowns. The carries split between three people. The touches in the in the passing game split between three people. It certainly is a mess as far as your first round pick, CEH, because he's still playing and you still would think he would get the opportunity, but it just hasn't played out that way. So we need to see more from CEH or we need to see some attrition from the backfield before we can really be confident in any of the Chiefs options because they kind of eat into each other and the Chiefs just haven't been able to run the ball with a ton of success. So today they went to the air and they really crushed it. And uh, of course it was, like I said, it was Patrick's explosion day, which kind of led to everybody else in the running game kind of being left behind. So I'm probably not targeting anyone at this point. 
they're all kind of lottery tickets at this time. And anyone that bought CEH at a first round level is probably too bought in to probably trade for him at a really bare bottom level. But you just want to kind of gauge that if you're trying to make a, a buy low offer, because eventually it's possible that somebody takes a hold of this offense. But for the time being, they're persona non grata when there's three of them really taking the ball and running with it. Now, I'm referring to Daryl. Daryl kind of got his work later on. It's really CEH and Le'Veon, so it's a two-headed monster for the most part. But Daryl lingers as well to sap up a little bit of the carries and take a little of the shine off these other running backs. You know, after a down week for Kelsey and just a barely a touchdown for Tyreek last week, it certainly was a different game today. Tyreek, Miko, Travis all got in the end zone. Of course, Tyreek got in there twice, certainly supporting the top options of this offense. It was a little bit more top-heavy than usual. Uh, top options had a, were creating separation. The Jets really didn't have a whole lot of answers for that, and it just goes to show you that you got to kind of stick with these options. They are going to be kind of up and down, but on a given week when Patrick finally gets loose, it certainly helps to have these guys because they can buoy a fancy lineup. And it's actually a good thing for them that the running game has kind of suffered a little bit and that they're passing the ball more. Even if it is to the running backs, we just need those attempts because Patty will find those open receivers when they're open. And of course the playoff schedule goes for them too. So I'm certainly looking at Kelsey. I'm certainly looking at Tyreek, especially when they've underperformed a little bit and maybe the owners are a little bit more willing to get rid of them at this point. So I want to switch over to the jets and this is going to be quick. I don't respect any of the options that the Jets have. They haven't shown me anything that makes me think that they are capable of sustaining offense on any given day. They should have been having to crush the ball in the air. They should have been having to come back in this game. They just simply do not possess the weapons, possess the line, possess the team to go forward in the fantasy community. I don't have any Jets in my lineup. I'm not going to have any of them on my team. And unless something emerges where somebody is able to consolidate everything on either the passing or the running game style as far as the targets or the rushes, I'm staying away from all the Jets. And I'm targeting the Jets as far as any players that are playing them. Because I think that's a team that can give up the points despite stifling Josh a bit and the Buffalo offense a little bit. It's still a situation I'm targeting. And certainly anyone playing them in the fantasy playoffs is someone I'm going to be targeting in trades. Well, that's all I've got today. Sorry this week about my voice. I should have it back for the next round of podcasts. We'll look forward to that. We'll look forward to more games from Patrick and the rest. And we'll see if the Jets end up being the the Trevor Lawrence sweet state winner. Although he could easily go back to college if he doesn't like what he sees in that first pick. Like, listen, subscribe. Download, of course, is the most especially good one. And tomorrow is going to be a big video drop. So look into that. You're probably listening to this on the day that the big video drops coming. So look for that on my Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, as well as Twitter. And we'll see you next time.